You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Well, good morning or good afternoon, depending on where, what part of the country you're in. I'm, I'm kind of like right in the cusp, because right now I am sitting, uh, well, now in my hotel room, but just about 10 minutes ago on the beach in Cancun, Mexico, where it is absolutely gorgeous. Unfortunately, got to get back to reality, go back to L.A. today. But uh, anyway, having a wonderful time. And I'm your host, Dr. Jeff Werber, here on Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Here on Pet Life Radio, uh, and this is a live broadcast here on Pet Life Radio, I think one of the few, where we get to interact, I get to take your phone calls, and I want to hear from you. So give us a call at 877-385-8882, or you can also just join us online. Go to Pet Life Radio, click on the Ask the Vets, and you can just join in our chat room. Lastly, you can send me a quick text or uh, an email to Dr. Jeff, that's drjeff, at PetLifeRadio.com, and it will get forwarded to me while we're here live on the air. One thing we have to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, ProSense Pet Products, Kong, as a matter of fact, just for sending in a question, giving us a call here at 877-385-8882. We will send you out a free ProSense and or a Kong product for your pet. That's for your cat or dog. And uh, just call in and ask anything. I mean, this is the chance you have to just get free advice. Let me hopefully put you on the right track if you're having a real tough dilemma or problem with your pet. And in exchange, other than getting some free information, you'll get a free ProSense and Kong product. You can't beat that. Anyway, as we are here at Sunday, the 29th of June approaching July, and this Friday, as we all know, is 4th of July. And this is when I start getting so many questions about 4th of July and pets. And it's sort of, you know, I kind of laugh inside because when I should be getting these questions is probably in January. And I'll explain that in just a minute. So I want to tackle some 4th of July issues. And I want to hear from you. If you have a pet that is great, okay with the fireworks, if you have a pet that is scared to heck with the fireworks, I want to know what you've done, what you've tried to do, what kind of advice you've gotten. And let's sort of all learn from each other some of the best ways to deal with this problem. And let's face it, it is a problem. There are so many dogs that are terrified from the sounds, the crackles, whether it's the 4th of July, whether it's construction going on next door and you hear the, the loud noises, whether it's thunderstorms, lightning, thunder. These are all sounds that for some reason many dogs get freaked out. And, you know, it's amazing is when you think about thunderstorms, I can often now tell when a, a storm is heading our way. Why? When I start getting numerous phone calls from clients that are concerned that their pets are acting really weird. They're hiding. They are not as energetic. They don't want to go outside and play. And I, I've heard this for so many years that now I know is that when a storm is coming, a little meteorology here, when a storm is coming, barometric pressure drops. We get usually low pressure. Well, what happens? We can't, at least I can't, feel this change in barometric pressure, but animals can. So we talk about association. So what is the association? The dogs start feeling this change in barometric pressure. And then within a day or two or three, whatever it is, we're going to get thunderstorms. So now the old Pavlovian response, they are no longer reacting 
as much or as early to the thunderstorm. It can only act when it happens. But now they've made the association that that change that they start feeling in pressure starts leading them to expect, anticipate, and thus fear the ensuing thunderstorms. So it's amazing what they sense. You know, we talk about our senses, our six senses. Oh my God, I think dogs have way more than that. Not to mention being able to read us way better than we can read them. So let's talk for a second about 4th of July. Well, first of all, we make a big mistake. Most of us, how do you behave? How do you react when you see your dog starting to shiver and shake, hide under a couch or a table, and you can tell they're afraid? So what do we do? Come on. We love our pets. We're the best mom and dad in the world. So what do we do? Typically, it's, oh, poor baby, come here, come here. Oh, and you start coddling them. You start hugging them. You start petting them. And they're saying to themselves, wow, this is great. This is great. I, I hide under the table a little bit. And all, before you know it, I'm getting all this affection and attention. I think I'm going to do this some more. So what we don't realize is by, by the mere fact that we are paying this kind of attention to them, we are, in fact, reinforcing this behavior. We are actually letting them know that it is okay to react so fearfully because when we react this fearfully, we are going to praise you. We are going to pet you. What? I mean, come on. Life is grand. What more can a dog do to get so much affection and attention and love, right? So we really, for one thing, need to start rethinking how we behave, how we react when we see our dogs like this. The age-old solution to this problem has always been let's go to the vet and let's get some tranquilizers. Let's get either like a little sedative like acepromazine. Nowadays, it's more the anti-anxiety because we believe it's more of an anxious and anxiety issue. So we send home the Valium, the diazepam. We send home the Alprazolam, which is Xanax. And we want to get the dogs to start chilling, as I often joke with my clients. Try it on your dog. If they're driving you nuts and it's not working on them, you could take the leftover. But the goal here is that we want to try to minimize the stress, the anxiety that is happening with our pets. And to do so three or four days before the 4th of July, it's not going to work. So basically, what we're doing is we're stuck giving them that sedation if you have a dog that is, or a cat that is so fearful. Of course, you need to talk with your veterinarian. There is really – the only thing I can think about that might work over the counter that you could try – would be one of the old-fashioned available over-the-counter non-prescription antihistamines like chlorpheniramine, like diphenhydramine, which is Benadryl. And the reason for that is the way one of the side effects of these old-fashioned, and by that I mean the not the non-drowsy, newer types of antihistamines that's available, but it's the old, good old-fashioned drowsy ones that they may not work so well as an antihistamine. Or will they do? But the problem is with allergies, as we've discussed a few times, I'm sure, that histamine is not a major player of the allergic response in dogs. Therefore, the antihistamines are not going to have the same effect. However, they do have that sedative effect. So when you have a dog that's a bit sedated, you have a dog that is itching like crazy, and you give him an antihistamine, you might see some advantage of the sedative effect, and they probably won't be scratching as vigorously as much as aggressively. So uh, that might help depending on, on your dog. And typically, I, I know, you know offhand because I, use, I offer it a lot or I recommend it a lot, is the Benadryl, it's about a milligram per pound. So you have that 30-pound dog, give them 25 milligrams. 
Now you can get them in tablets and chewables, so you can actually do a half. It used to be they only came in 25 milligram capsules, and it's pretty hard to give half a capsule. You'd have to open it up, pour about roughly half of the little pellets out, and then put the capsule back together. That's not so easy. So that's something you could try to use as a mild sedative just to kind of chill, relax your pet before the fireworks start hitting. And, you know, it's interesting. You'll know how they do because, as we know from, you know, kids or kids, they're going to start setting off those firecrackers probably Thursday night or certainly early Friday morning. They're not going to wait until the, the typical eve evening of July 4th after all the barbecues are said and done to start lighting those fireworks. You know, you want to get the dark skies. You want to see how beautiful they are. And uh, so that's what's going on. So firstly, before we move on to what really needs to be done, what should be done, something that's going to take several months, which is why I said something you want to start like in January, February, not wait until three days before. I want to hear from you, 877-385-8882. I want you to pick up the phone, give us a call, get a free ProSense product, a free Kong product. My good pal, Mark Winter, who is our show's producer, is waiting, anxiously waiting for those phone calls. So uh, give us a call or go ahead and uh, join our chat. If you go on, as I said, uh, you go on to Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff, you can go on to Pet Life Radio, and there at the bottom of this big box, it says click here to join the chat, to join the conversation. Go ahead and give us uh, an idea of what and how your pets act and react during 4th of July, during thunderstorms. As a matter of fact, the solution that we're going to discuss, which is a behavior modification solution, which is the best way to go, is not only going to work now for the fireworks but it's going to start working for any loud sounds. So it's really cool. It's great. And if it's something that if you can, once you learn, you can start teaching your dogs um, how to react. Your cats are, a little, cats are a little tougher because, you know, let's face it, cat doesn't like something. It's going to go to a different room. It's going to hide under the bed or hide in its favorite bed or, or jump up on their scratch post perch, and they're going to chill. They usually don't typically come to us for love and affection. Unless, of course, you have cats like mine, who, which I often joke, read the dog book by mistake, and they will come. When they, when they want affection, trust me, they come and beg for it. So what we want to do is talk about behavior modification. Now, behavior modification is a, probably one of the more accepted techniques. It has clearly replaced any kind of punishment training, which we all believe is, is really not effective for uh, dogs or for kids for that, <laughs> for that matter, I think makes things worse. We don't want to do flooding. Flooding is where... We take a negative stimulus and basically bombard the pet with it to the point where they almost become numb to it. They realize as this bombardment is going on that their reaction is not going to help. It's not changing anything. And they finally almost take the attitude, well, I'm still here. I guess it's okay. So I'm just going to – I'll just deal with it and it'll be okay. And that's called flooding. And the reason why flooding has become so out of vogue is that we have now – through the ability to measure the different physiologic, neurologic reactions going on in a pet through stress, through measuring cortisol levels, through firing of certain neurons, we've learned that we are really messing these animals up when we do flooding. We are creating extreme stress, which we know has very, very many negative side effects on a pet's physiology. We are causing a lot of unnecessary, unwarranted brain activity, and it's really not the way to go. So we are trying really to move away from flooding as a solution to behavior problems. Many of the old-fashioned non-veterinary trainers, or I should even use the term loosely as they often do, pet experts, behavior experts, mind you, non-veterinary, some of them have even reached major prominence on national television. 
really are overusing this flooding technique. And it's really to the issues, the problems of a dog's physiology, something we're trying to, to guard against. So we're going to talk about more like behavior modification through a desensitization. It's called desensitizing and counter conditioning. We are going to actually, if you can believe it, we're going to may have a dog look forward to loud noises. And with that, we're going to keep you just with bated breath waiting to come back after our break. We'll be back in just a minute here with Dr. Jeff Werber on Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's dinner time in America, where more pet parents trust PetSmart for natural and expert recommended foods than any place else. And now, we've added more than 100 new varieties to our already wide selection of your favorite brands, like Simply Nourish, Authority, Wellness, Science Diet, and more. Do what's best for your pet. At PetSmart, happiness in store. Go to PetSmartDeal.com to find out this week's coupon code and save up to 30% on food, treats, toys, and more. And get free shipping on orders of $49. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. I'm home. My hair looks cute. Now what? Bringing home a puppy or new dog is exciting, and he's depending on you to keep him in good health. Dogs need special care to keep them healthy as they grow throughout their entire life. Caring for their health is critical in all stages. With ProSense, it's simple and convenient to give your dog the care it needs with effective and quality products that treat, prevent, and provide essential daily vitamins and minerals. ProSense products are veterinary formulated and recommended to ensure the very best for your pet. Try ProSense today. Your dog will thank you for it. Pets love life. Love them back with ProSense. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Hi, this is Teodi Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters, too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. And welcome back. You are here with Dr. Jeff Werber here on Pet Life Radio's Aspects with Dr. Jeff, uh, the only live call-in show on uh, this wonderful Pet Life Network radio station. So anyway, before the break, we were talking about the issues with 4th of July fireworks, desensitization. How do we do a better job trying to avoid the use of pharmacologics, drugs like Xanax, like Valium, which is diazepam, like acepromazine, tranquilizer, to 
better help our dogs and cats, if, if you can, through these difficult times. And it's not just Fourth of July fireworks. It also happens with construction noise across the street or next door. It happens with thunderstorms. How is a better way to try to keep our dogs calmer during this time? And I sort of joke that, you know, often when I start getting these questions, it's just before Fourth of July. And it's going to be a few days before July 4th. And that doesn't give us enough time to do it the right way. So we're going to talk about a behavior modification technique that is very effective. It takes a while. And that's why I was kind of joking, but not really, start in January. And what this technique does is we are taking a stimulus and we are going to provide a very, very, very barely noticeable level of this stimulus. So in in essence, the goal is to desensitize your dog to the loud sounds of 4th of July. And we're not going to stop there. We're actually, through this process, we are going to counter condition them in such a way that not only will they no longer be afraid of the sounds, but they're actually going to like the sounds. And we're going to take that same mistake that we have made over the years, which dogs have learned and therefore continue to behave the way they do. And what is that mistake? As I mentioned earlier in the show, we call them over to us because we see how fearful they are. They're afraid. They're shaking. They're hiding. And we call them over. We have them jump up on our laps. We coddle them. Oh, we tell them that's okay. We give them a hug and a kiss. And we, in essence, have been reinforcing the wrong behavior. We have been reinforcing the negative reaction, the fearful reaction, instead of reinforcing the non-reaction. And that's the counter-conditioning. That's what we're going to change. So the first homework you have to do, and now in the, with, with the advent of the internet, it's so easy. I mean, I actually, I joke, I still have somewhere in my archives a cassette tape. I know it's going to age me a bit of what we call sound effects. It's sound effects cassette tape. And I still probably even have a sound effects DVD, which those are available readily still. But now you can get these right off of the internet. And I'm talking sound effects of almost anything, whether they're bullets, bombs, traffic screeches, thunderstorms, of course, fireworks, loud noise of construction, any type of, of, of sound effect that they might use in a movie is available online. So what you want to do is you want to download, in this case, let's start with what we're talking about here, fireworks. So you're chilling in your den or your living room, wherever it is that you chill with your pets, And you want to get your computer out. If you have a DVD, stick it into your your player, turn on your speakers at a literally a sound so low that you can't hear it. But trust me, your dogs probably can. And what you're going to do is you're going to sit there and play it for a few minutes, seven, ten, whatever minutes. And hopefully the dog's going to be sitting there not reacting at all. And you're going to go over to the dog. Oh, my God, you're such a good boy. You're such a good girl. And you're going to pet him and you're going to hug him and kiss him and even give them a little treat reward if, if they are so treat motivated. And then the goal is a few times a week, you are going to do the same thing. But each time you are going to crank that volume up just a little. It might not even be to the third or fourth session that you can even start, if you listen really carefully, hearing the noise. But every time, after several minutes of the noise playing, probably your dog not doing a darn thing, and then you are going to call them over, you're going to give them hugs, you're going to give them kisses, you're going to give them a treat, you're going to tell them how good they are, 
And you continue to do this a few times a week. You don't now again. As we don't want to flood them. We don't want to go crazy. We want them to just literally ease in to this increased volume that you will be playing on a regular basis. And I mean ease in. And then what you're going to do is every time you have a training session, it might be three a week or so, maybe four a week, you're going to be cranking that volume a little higher, a little higher, a little higher. And it's going to get to the point that when they hear the noise, instead of running to a corner and being afraid, they're going to come to you happy with their tails wagging and their ears are you know, wrecked. They're going to be so excited because, oh, my God, I heard the noise. I'm getting a treat and I'm going to get love. I'm going to get affection. I'm going to get attention. And you're now going to be reinforcing a different kind of reaction. It's not going to be a fearful reaction. So if you're not there, you know they're not going to be sitting and hiding under a bed. And pretty soon, as we all know, that hug and kiss and good boy is going to be just as good as the hug and kiss and good boy and a treat. You don't even need the treats anymore. The goal is that we're using sort of more of an operant conditioning and their association now is going to be that good boy is going to bring the joy. It's going to bring the affection back and you're going to have a dog or hopefully a cat. If, if, as I say, cats are going to be much more difficult as we know to do this, but certainly a dog who will no longer be afraid of fireworks. They'll no longer get this bad stress response, which as we have learned is very deleterious to dogs. And if anything, it's going to be a response of happiness, a response of joy, and it's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to, in essence, look forward to the fireworks, just like your kids do. Obviously, they're not going to go out in the balcony and appreciate the beauty. They're not going to go to the park, but they will no longer fear or care about the negative effects. So I want to know, by the way, Anyone who's ever tried this, I want to hear from you. I want to uh, know if you've tried it. Is it working? Did it not work? We need to hear your stories. In fact, next week when we sit and talk about the after effects, uh, not even next week, on Sunday, two days after the 4th of July, on Sunday the 6th, we're going to go. I expect to hear back from you. I want to hear, not to mention, your free ProSense product, your free Kong product. But I want to know, have you tried? How did your dogs fare? on this 4th of July. You know, this morning I was um, on my um, Facebook page and my Twitter page. I'm always plugging the show. I want you guys to join me on the show. I want to hear from you. Give us a call at 877-385-8882. No reason why we don't hear from you. And one of my very long-term friends who now actually lives out of Los Angeles, moved up to Northern California, but a a dog rescuer, a dog lover. And uh, we've talked about this before and she said it so well. It's a picture of a dog sitting in an oven. And it says, whether it's an oven or it's a car, dogs can overheat and die from the heat. And that was so well said. And what a great visual to see a little dog sitting in an oven. And you can imagine what it's like when they're sitting in your car. It's really not that different. So don't think for a second that it's okay to do that. I'm going to mention a lot during the summer because it's, you'd think by now, any, any of you who know about this, would know by now that, oh my God, how crazy, who's going to do that? And I, I got to tell you, I get dogs in, I hear stories, and the other one is the exercise thing. Of course, we want you out there and exercising. It's great fun, but you got to remember where you live, how hot it gets, how humid it gets, how much or little shade there is, and we can't do it for dogs. I actually was um, doing a segment, and I was in a news station in Maryland, where Maryland gets extremely hot and humid during the summer. And we talked about the exercise thing. You want to do it first thing in the morning. And you got to wait till seven or, or so or after the sun is down. And one of the, the weathermen actually came to me and he says, Doc, I got to tell you, here in Maryland, it can stay. It can stay 85 degrees, even up till eight or 9 p.m. 
So they recommend not even running or exercising your dogs that late until after 9 p.m. So it's already dark out. So if you're going to get – if you're in an area like that or if you're in Florida – where I know, because I'm here in Cancun right now, and it is still pretty warm, even into the night, very hot, very muggy, that if you're going to exercise, the best time to do it is really early in the morning. You know, get up at five, six in the morning, take your dog for that run, give him plenty of time to cool down and enjoy the beautiful weather. Anyway, that's it for us for today. I want you all to have a very safe 4th of July. Remember, if you have not done, uh, made a plan to desensitize and counter-condition your dogs, you can resort to seeing your veterinarian, a little Benadryl, a little medication. If it doesn't work on them, you can take it so they don't drive you nuts. And we'll see you here on Sunday here on Pet Life Radio. Ask the Vets with Dr. Jeff. Have a great weekend. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. 